Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Dollar Bill. And I'm downtown. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the holiday season. And we are back for a, a pretty good week of uh, football coming up. Yeah, should be fun. So before we get to the games of this week, um, obviously uh, our schedule has been kind of weird the last couple of weeks. So what downtown is going to do is instead of go through every result from the previous two shows we've done, he's just going to give you guys an update on where the both of us are at this point. Yeah, so basically after the last two weeks, um, like we will recap last week, mm-hmm. but um, you are at 91 units and I'm at 85. So yes! it's it's a close battle. And I will say um, the reason why you're ahead of me is because, now we're not going to recap this because I kind of don't have the information, but two weeks ago we did pick the Grey Cup and you got it correct, sir. Yeah! Um, <laughs> They end like you took the points and the underdog. The underdog comes through and wins the game outright. So it was uh it was a pretty exciting game. Montreal does get the win over Winnipeg for our Canadian listeners and and anybody that does watch the CFL. It's it's an exciting league. It's it's not really comparable with the NFL, but it is it is an exciting football league for sure. Probably mm-hmm. the second best football league going. Right. Um. And yeah, so and, and you're ahead of me by six units, and I believe you had five units on that game. So that's I basically did. the swing right there. Well, we will recap last week. Um, I wasn't able to join the show, but I did listen to it. It's a great show. And um, yeah, we'll recap our picks and how we did. Actually, real quick before you do that. Sure, sure. Um, because sometimes downtown will message me and ask me like how many plays we've got. That previous episode is the most played episode so far. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> They're like, oh, downtown's not on there. Let's we don't want to listen to that. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to say there? Well, I got a surprise for everyone, but I'm gonna save it till the end of the show. Oh, okay. Because I think you guys are going to like this. Uh, well, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued now. All right. Well, okay. So let's get this started. Um, first game that we did was the th- Thanksgiving game. Mm-hmm. The morning. Uh, Packers at Lions. I had uh, Packers plus seven and a half. I, I didn't like that half point. I did think Detroit would win this game. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like when, when you have that seven and a half, it's kind of like, oh, Detroit maybe wins by three. Maybe they do win by seven. Right. Sometimes, it, like, there's missed extra points all the time lately. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe something like that. So it's kind of a big number to cover. Um, Detroit uh, loses the game to Green Bay here on Thanksgiving, which shouldn't be a big surprise because that's what Detroit does on Thanksgiving. They lose. Right. This year, it's it's been a little bit different uh, with them doing so well. Um, but I did, and I did win uh, three units on this bet. You had um, over 47. It was game. right three, at it. Also three units. And yeah, what it was 29 to 22, right? So yeah. So that would be uh yeah, right at it basically, eh? 
What's that? Why, why am I doing math wrong here? Why is he doing math wrong? No, no. See, you got me all worried here. This is 40 is 49, right? Or 51. You're good. Okay. Over 47 you had. Yep. You, you, you had me tricked there that I didn't oh. do the math right. Oh. <laughs> didn't mean to be. That's all good. So Thanksgiving starts off great for us. We both get a win and we had different picks. So that's that's always fun when that happens. Now, I did listen to the show. You were criticizing my Washington pick. I'd like to defend it here. Okay, go ahead. No, it's wrong. This um, oh, double-digit underdogs in a division rivalry, I will always take the points. It's just usually you'll get a backdoor cover. And if you remember that game, Dallas, they weren't covered the whole game. Like, I believe they did get some touchdowns at the end at the end exactly defensively so so I, it it looks bad because it's a 45 to 10 game and i had plus 12 12 and a half unfortunately i do lose that bet you uh you win four units betting on the over under mm-hmm. That's what you were, you were kind of counting on points here on, yeah. on thanksgiving um is 48 and a half points which is high but when dallas stores 45 you're good right yeah so 45 to 10 was the victory there for the Cowboys. And, and I, I just want to say one thing before we get to the next game, because this has been kind of bugging me for two weeks. Sure. Everyone, like the day after that game, going, oh, Dallas dominated that game. Dallas do-. No, they didn't. It was 20 to 10 at the start of the fourth quarter. What yeah, game they, were you watching? They were eating turkey and glancing at the TV and looking at the scores. Probably were. They were probably Dallas in like was, their fifth glass of wine. I, I should... Yeah, Dallas wasn't dominating that game at all. No, not like you said, not until the end. So, is what it is, right? Yeah. Those experts, what do they know? They know about as much as we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so far, you're two for two. So, congratulations. Um, then and then the nightcap on the Thursday uh, Thanksgiving slate: uh, 49ers and uh, Seattle Seahawks. I was over the. We were both on the 49ers with the with the minus seven and a half here. Um, I just thought they were they were playing better. Seattle, I don't know. Like I I really don't know what kind of team Seattle is yet. Yeah. Like like last week they go in and they they almost beat Dallas. Mm-hmm. They were playing really great offensively. In this game, 49ers just kind of dominated the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And um, so it was a 31-13 victory for uh san francisco here um i had five units on you at three so we both get a win there and then the first ever black friday game which it was weird like i had i had the two days off like in canada we don't get it off i i took it off so right i found it like i was watching the game but i was like i would rather be watching some college or something Mm -hmm. right yeah watch the jets get destroyed by the dolphins <laughs> don't and i i loved your uh your uh thing on the show you're like i know downtown's gonna listen to this 10 units he puts on it yeah and i'm like oh damn i thought i was going big with the five units that's we- how confident i was with that game <laughs> well it's good it's good 34 13 dolphins dolphins win 
Um, so yeah, you, you get a big 10 unit win there. I get five units, which is also pretty big. Um, we get down to college football. Did pretty good here with the over-unders. Mm-hmm. I, I was um, I was pretty happy with these picks. With TCU and Oklahoma. Now, I didn't get a chance to watch um, a couple of these games. So if you want to come in with maybe a little bit of analysis on the games after I'm done with the scores, okay. feel free. Um, I had over 61 and a half in the TCU Oklahoma game. Um, I, I both these defenses are too good. Their offenses are pretty good. So like 61 and a half points, like it seems like a lot, but in college, like Oklahoma covered this by themselves. They won mm-hmm. 69 yeah. 45. So, um, um, did you get a chance to check this game out? A little bit. The best, the best yeah. way I could describe it. There's is, no punts. A lot of pick sixes. Or yeah, it was. It was just a like a track race. Honestly, <laughs> it was like let's see which two can out. You know wh- who can outrun the other. And in the end, it was Oklahoma. Sure, sure. Nice. Okay. It was a pretty high scoring. If you had gone over sixty one, congratulations, you earned your money. <laughs> yeah. So, so I get three units on that. Unfortunately, you took uh, TCO plus 10. Yeah. So maybe just hoping for something there, maybe. Yeah, that, a little, little hope maybe, there. Uh, you did mention if they win, they'd be bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, TCU, this year's TCU was not the TCU of college football. Yeah. Playoff. Um, even though they did get destroyed in that championship game, they, they were still a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. And um, before we talk about the games that we're going to pick today, we'll probably talk a little bit about the controversy of college football playoff and give our yeah. takes on that. I got a couple. Um, so next game, Texas Tech and Texas, I had uh, over over 54, which is funny because Texas was over they 54. Did, they did it by themselves. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even need the other teams to show up in these games, which they kind of didn't. Um, you had Texas minus 13. I think you covered that. Yeah, pretty much. By 50. <laughs> 57 to 7. So there is no analysis needed for that one. Or you win four units, I win three units. I kind of just put three units on all the games just to make it easy on myself. Yeah. Um, next game, uh Texas AM at LSU. I had over 66.5. You had under 66.5, so we're facing each other in this one. You know, if this was 10 years ago, I would have said under all the way. SEC battle, mm-hmm. LSU, defensive juggernaut, not anymore, man. Jaden Daniels, probably going to win the Heisman Trophy, 42-30. to 30, LSU wins. Texas A&M was winning this game in the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little concerned. But um, one of the top offenses in uh, college football, LSU and a, uh, and so a team ends up being, uh, 72 72 points total so. and, and a team that really wasn't talked about as much during the season they went nine and three on the year yeah LSU and the, the well they did have that first loss to, to Florida, Florida State. State yeah and then I think I can't remember who their second loss to it was like a team that they should have definitely beat and then you had that close loss with Alabama. 
Yes, and then the Alabama game, which is a such a huge swing in the SEC and college football playoff and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that game is always like I'm an LSU Tigers fan, so like even if LSU is like three and six, and Alabama is like nine and zero oh or whatever, I always get pumped for that game because we can either do something really good for our team mm-hmm. or we could wreck their team. Yeah, and so it's always such a fun fun day like a build-up like i always love it when they put that game in prime time it's always a good uh matchup it, it's it's kind of like my version of uh michigan and ohio state it's a pretty good rivalry so um yeah and then that's a good um uh, transition here to uh go to ohio state and michigan i had mm-hmm. over 46 in this game, it was a little tricky at the beginning. I was like, man, these defenses are playing good. They are. Yeah, they were. But, but then uh, then the third quarter happened. Michigan uh, does get the six-point victory over Ohio State. So it's a, we both had over in this one, actually. You had five units. I had three. Um, and then we do get the over as it's uh, 54 points. Mm-hmm. And that was, our, uh, that was our final game from last week. I want to want to say uh, great job doing the show by yourself. Thank you. I had I had a family thing going on, but all is good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so now we're gonna we're gonna get into this week's picks. But before we do that, yes, what yes. is your opinion on the four college football teams? Oh boy. Okay. And who, and who is your four? All right, because be, before before you start, mm-hmm. I don't think they got it wrong. I I think Alabama beating Georgia, having one loss on their record, and their strength of schedule, they had to be that fourth team. Mm-hmm. Now you had an argument where Georgia could still be in with one loss, exactly loss to Alabama. But with Texas, it's all about who they played. Mm -hmm. Texas beat Alabama. Yeah. They had one loss. As soon as Alabama was in, you knew Texas was in. And I kind of like, I kind of wish they like released, released the teams. Um, Like, did you watch the show where they released the ranking? I I, I had it on in the background. I was doing a a recording on Sunday. So I kind of had my... I had oh, one eye on the TV. Kind of see it. See, yeah. see the way they did it. They did one, two, three, and four. Yeah, because everyone knew who one and two were going to be. Exactly. And it's funny because like all the Florida State people are mad because they're undefeated. Oh, uh, regular season doesn't matter. Like you had the 55, 55th ranked strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. You're playing your third string quarterback. You beat Louisville by ten points in a defensive struggle. In the championship game right and i think this has a big thing to do with it i think of what happened last year 60 was it 63 to 7 in the final yeah tcu losing that badly and the job of the committee whether you like it or not is to put the four best teams in there Mm -hmm. now if you think florida state in a one game showdown with the roster they have could be any of the four teams that are in today, you are wrong. 
that's that's my opinion. Um, I think they're probably going to get destroyed in the bowl game that they're going to play, which I do believe they face Georgia, don't they? They do. Okay. So now if Florida State beats Georgia, I will eat my words. I will apologize and say, you know what? They should have been in there. Yeah. But I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, and I, this is the last year of the four teams, so we shouldn't have to worry about it. I know. Anymore. Like of all the years, <laughs> of, of all the years, and, uh, like our friend said, like, Oh, well, they should just add two teams. Take, take the Georgia Florida state. Um, put those two and have, have the, the third ranked and fourth ranked team and five and six play like a mini little mini, mm-hmm. uh, elimination tournament and have one and two get the buys right and you really know who's who's the real national champion like because you know if if florida state gets a big win over georgia they're gonna say we're national champions like that's what they're gonna say of all the years (laughs) of all the years to have controversy it's the final year before you go to 12 teams Ah, you know so um okay so you asked for my thoughts yeah, and then I have a few more afterwards. So, okay. well, and then I'll react to to uh, what you think here. First off, they got one and two right. You 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 could have put it in any order, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah. Um, but I think Michigan has been the superior team up to this point. Like they, okay, if you look at the last three games they had. Prior to the to the conference title game, yeah, Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State. That each game was a battle, and I know people aren't going to look at the Maryland game, but that was a battle. They had to battle back to win that game. Michigan might be the complete team this year. Might be not saying they. Yeah. Washington. Well, and also Michigan's playing with a chip on their shoulder. They got there last year, should have beaten TCU, didn't. So they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Washington is a fantastic story to watch because it's the last year of the Pac-12, you know, with, with the majority of the members. And you got this quarterback who is the emotional leader of the team. And he honestly would be my pick to win the Heisman just based on his body of work this year. I mean, I understand uh, the kid from LSU probably getting it. Yeah. My my vote would go to the Penix. He would get my vote. So now let's discuss the elephant in the room. Texas clearly deserves to be in. You beat Alabama in week two, which at that point was the biggest win of the season. Yeah. Your only loss is a very close loss to Oklahoma. It wasn't by much. So that doesn't hurt them. After that game, they dominated the rest of the way. They basically had no problem. So they deserve to be in. With Georgia, there were a few games during the year 
where it was cutting it very, very close to them losing. Uh, the game with Missouri is a perfect example. That's two years in a row that they struggled with Missouri. Yeah. I was fine with them being out. I don't know if number six was the right spot, but that's that's another topic for another day. For me, what it boils down to with Alabama and Florida State is this. Alabama, besides beating Georgia, beat Ole Miss, which is a top 10 team, and Ole Miss is playing in a New Year's Six Bowl game. Florida State had that big win at the beginning of the year against LSU. Who's their other big win against during the season? That's where my argument would be. And that's it, honestly. And if LSU had a better record, they probably would have got it. Maybe. Because they would have been like Texas. Yeah. Like, okay, you you beat like like what's a more impressive victory? Texas over Alabama in week two or Florida State over LSU in week one, I would almost say Florida State's victory is more impressive just because of how big of a victory it was. Right. But at the time, if you looked at the final at the end of the season, LSU finished 10-3 and or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. with three losses, it doesn't look as impressive after, after the season's over. Now, here's the other thing. And, and, and I know the Florida State people don't want to hear it, but it's true. They lost When they lost their starting quarterback, that was pretty much it. Like, yeah. the only way they could have gotten in is if they had won their last two games by, like, 40-plus points each, which they did not. Yeah, they had to impress. They had to impress, and they didn't. Beating, beating Louisville by 10 points. 10 points in the rain. Like, like they – like, sure – now, now you guys you got guys on ESPN like Booger McFarland going they won with their defense. The defense is part of the team. I, I was kind of like understanding what he was saying, but the committee does not want to put Florida State at number four or three and have a blowout. They're gonna get killed. They would have gotten they, killed. I think they would have got killed by any like if you if you take like you would have to take Texas out. If Florida State was in, I think, because Alabama yeah. beat the number one team, and the SEC just carries a little bit more. People don't like to admit that, but it's true. Alabama, one loss, beats Georgia, SEC champion. They, they're in. I think no matter what. Right. They did that. And... So, if Florida State gets in, they they're probably three or four, and then maybe Bama's three. So so they're playing Michigan, or they're playing mm-hmm. Washington. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, Florida State Florida State doesn't score a point on Michigan. It's right. it's the Iowa game all over all again. All over again, yeah. And that, we don't want to see that. Now, in my opinion, these two games, I think they got this perfectly. Mm-hmm. I think they're both going to be – and the way the matchups are, any team can win either of these games. Yeah. And it's going to be fun when we do our when we do our show for the college. Well, we'll, we'll probably just do a bunch of bowl games and yeah. the, the playoff games. Now, I, I do want to mention a couple things to kind of add on to what you had said earlier. 
Okay. If Florida State wins the Orange Bowl, and let's say the team that wins the playoff is either Alabama or Texas, then Florida State has a legit argument for saying we're the national champion. Because it's almost like UCF all over again, except this is a Power 5 team. Sure. But I also want to make one other argument. And this is with a team that was nowhere near, you know, the college football playoff. But they did have an undefeated season. Liberty. Yeah. Let's say, for, for the sake of, you know, saying this happens, Liberty beats Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. And again, either Alabama or Texas win the national title. Sure. You could have people at Liberty saying, hey, we should be national champions. We went undefeated the whole year. Yes, their their schedule is completely different from an Alabama or a Texas, but they went undefeated. Yeah, you can only play what's on your schedule, right? Exactly. You can only play what's on your schedule. That's just the tough part. Mm-hmm. This, like people remember when it used to be the BCS and the top two teams, whoever was the top two would play for the title game. Exactly. Which, which if you we had still multiple, had that, you had multiple undefeated teams that were just happy to be in the Rose Bowl. Which, like, if we still ball. had that system today, it's Michigan and Washington, end of discussion. Yeah. And then I don't know what the other games would have been. I don't know either. But and then then you have a Florida State team that believes that oh, well, okay, we're not one or two because we are undefeated but our strength of schedule is 55th. Mhm. I don't think they re- would really argue. But the thing is t- two teams with one loss get in above them and they have zero losses. So I kind of get there. Oh, I do as well. Oh, I I do as well, but it's just at the end of the day, you know, Texas had that big win against Alabama, and then Alabama beat the number one team in the country. Exactly. So they're in, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You're the number one team, you have one loss, you're in. I don't care who else is in there. Although (laughs) I do want to I do want to say real quick, and then we're gonna get to our picks. Um Delaware is going to be in Conference USA in 2020, starting in 2025, which is where Liberty is. Yeah. That's going to make that conference more fun because Delaware's a good college football program. You know, FCS, they were one of the top teams for a while. So sure. uh, keep an eye out on the Blue Hens, you know, yeah. going forward in 2025 and beyond. Should be uh should be exciting when all these teams kind of move into their new conferences. Mm-hmm. I was kind yeah. of expecting, I, you know what? I'll just say it real quick. I think the end goal for Delaware is them joining the ACC. Well, the ACC definitely needs more. I mean, they're the location for Atlantic coast. You can't get yeah. more Atlantic like, coast than Delaware. <laughs> And like the ACC has always been for me, it's been like Florida State and Clemson. This year was basically just Florida State. Yeah, didn't didn't really expect any other teams to compete. Yeah, 
So that that definitely hurt hurt Florida State as well. Like it if did. is like a top ten team all year, and like other teams like North Carolina are better, then maybe maybe you have that argument. But but I will say this: if that kid comes back next year, if Jordan Travis comes back next year, I would hate to be anybody on their schedule because they're going to be PO'd. Yeah, I don't know if, if if LSU has to play them in week one again. I kind of hope they don't. <laughs> I'll send I you know. last rights. <laughs> I, I, I know they had I, I know they set up some kind of I, I don't know if they play three years in a row or, or how it works, but right. like they've kind of ruined my season early. <laughs> Two years in a row now. So two years in a row. I I kind of hope maybe Jordan Travis, maybe he's a little sore and he can't play week one, maybe. <laughs> but uh. yeah. All right, let's jump into it. Yep, let's jump into these. You have the games uh, have the game. down here because yep. I kind of don't have them. Yeah, I picked them, but I don't have them with me. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so these are week 14 games. Um, I'll give what is on my computer screen on CBS Sports. Sure. Actually, you know what? Real, before we get into this, uh, Bet ESPN or ESPN Bet. Just started up recently. What? What are you thinking about doing that? Or are you gonna pass on it? What's Bet ESPN? Oh, that's their new um, betting site. Okay. Well, I'm gonna guarantee you one thing. There's one thing with ESPN. It is USA only. Ah. So I will not be able to do it. Oh, there we go. I've we've I've tried to get ESPN Plus for their college football package. I've tried for their UFC. You just being here, if you want to do it 100% legal, you you cannot do anything ESPN. Oh, that sucks. It, it, except for ESPN fantasy football still works here. Like, that's the one we use. But and that's for why... some reason. Like, and, and Canada has a lot of rights um, with TSN mm-hmm. that we used to get from ESPN. So I, there is a, a pretty good app that I use in Canada, uh, Sports Interaction, that I'll... I love using, so I'll probably just continue using that one. And that's why I'm still living in the U.S. As much as I'd like <laughs> to go to Canada, Come not, on, having, not having the, health, the healthcare is good. <laughs> I know that's a great argument. And, and we might be getting Shohei Otani. So, yeah, that hasn't been confirmed yet, but lots of rumors out there. Oh yeah, fun. All right, all right, let's get going here. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start with the Buccaneers at the Falcons. Atlanta is a two-point favorite over under on this 41. It's just is just two? Just two. That's strange. At the beginning of the week, it was three and a half. Wow. It um yeah, down. I'm I'm on board with uh with what Atlanta's been doing. Um, if they start using their their skilled players, honestly, if they had a better coach like the Atlanta would be a good team. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how to use Kyle Pitts and they don't know how to use Bijan Robinson. Like he's starting to get better as a Saints fan. Doesn't hurt my feelings, but if it's less than a field goal, they're at home. I don't really trust Tampa Bay at this point. So I'm going to take Atlanta minus two. I'm going to put five units on. All right. I really think at this point in the season, the coach for the Falcons is playing for his job. He's basically the team is playing for his job. Yes. If they don't win the division, 
He's out. He's gone. I I think if they don't advance in the playoffs, he's gone. Um, I don't like that number two. I I, I mean two is my lucky number, but in this case, I'm not big into this one. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three units that it's gonna be over forty one, but it's gonna be just barely over forty one. Over forty one, three units. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Both teams kind of go back and forth. Um, yeah, like I, I do see this being kind of twenty three twenty. Like, like when I'm making picks, I kind of try to visualize a score in my head. Yeah. Um, so that would be over forty one and Atlanta minus two. So maybe we'll both be big winners here. Maybe. Why don't you start us out with the next game? All right. Next game is the Lions at the Bears. Detroit is a three-point favorite. The over-under is 43. Um, Detroit got a nice rebound win last week. Bears are starting to improve a little bit here. Um, Not not that they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but um, you're kind of wondering at this point if Justin Fields – is going to stay with Chicago after this season. That's going to be something to keep an eye on. Um, But, man, I, I just have been a fan of the Lions since the, the end of last season. They just look so good. I, I really think they are – I honestly think they're a better team than Philly is. I really do. Wow. <laughs> that is a bold statement. They're not better than the Niners. The Niners are the best team. In that conference now. Okay. But I do think Detroit is better than Philly. I think Philly's an overrated team. We saw what they actually were in the game with San Francisco. Well, I'll, I'll talk about them later. Okay. I'm going to go four units and it's going to be over 43 points. Four units? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do have... um I have the same because I I think Chicago is going to win this game. Okay. But I'm not willing to gamble on that. Yeah. Because in your gambling and Justin Fields is part of it, it's scary. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know what Chicago is going to do. I think it's going to be a fascinating offseason because they do have Carolina's first round pick. Yeah. Which is Which more is than likely going to be the number New one. England, pick. New England won last night. So that means there's a two-game lead between Chicago, technically, and um, New England for that first overall draft pick. I don't see Carolina winning three more games this <laughs> season. So, like, they're going to have that first pick. So if you really think Justin Fields is your guy, and you have to know that he's your guy. Mm-hmm. You could get like if if you wanted to trade down, like in the tens somewhere, one of these teams, maybe one of these NFC South teams that like might just be a quarterback away, mm-hmm. and get multiple firsts. Like you could really set yourself up if if you're going to roll just fields. And um, if you're not going to roll Justin Fields, you could probably swap him for uh, for something to maybe one of those teams. Should be uh, should be interesting. 
but I am going to take, I am going to take over um, 43 as well. I, I don't see defense being a big part of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that over under was kind of low for um, like maybe the weather's not, not going to be great or something like right. that. I, I didn't look into it. Um, so you were talking about the lions being better than the Eagles. I don't see a team in the NFC playoff race right now, besides the NFC South, whoever wins the NFC South, mm-hmm. I don't see a team there that I would take the lions over. I, I thought they were overrated when they came in, when we did our preview show, they have a great record, Yeah, but they've lost some games and it does take a little bit before you can turn yourself into a winner. Mm-hmm. I don't see like if they finish as third and they're going to Dallas, Philly, or San Francisco in that second round, I don't see how they would beat any of those teams, but that's why they play the game. It's going to be fun. Exactly. Um, but hey, I'm still not really all in on, on Lions right now. All right. But they will get some points this week. So over 43 it is. There we go. All right. Uh, next game, Texans at Jets. Texans three and a half point favorite. Over under is 33? What? <laughs> I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, what? Well, the over under last night was twenty nine and a half. And a half. It was o- it was over by halftime. Yeah, twenty one to ten. I was like looking at my phone. I was like, is this from twenty sixteen? Is Tom Brady in the <laughs> eight line here? How the hell did the Patriots get three touchdowns? Right. Um, minus three and a half is hilarious. Like Houston's going to win this game by twenty eight. Like, <laughs> like what? Okay, so they have Zach Wilson. They bench Zach Wilson for Tim Boyle. Then they cut Tim Boyle. They put Trevor Simeon in. He sucked too. Now they're going to go back to Zach Wilson. According to a teammate, Zach Wilson doesn't even want to play. Right. He wants to sit so he can – because he's going to be on a new team next year. He doesn't want to, like, tear his ACL on that Mm -hmm. terrible field. And, like, it's not like Zach Wilson's going to get millions of dollars from another team, but – he could be a decent backup under like what he was supposed to be this year yeah. under Aaron Rodgers. Like he could go to a team like a, like a San Francisco or, or, or a team that has that established quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> I don't think the jets are really, really thinking about winning this game too much. Right. Um, I think that the coach could be on the block here soon. And and Jacksonville losing Monday night. This is a huge game for Houston. It is. And, and same with Indy. They're one game back. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville's playing Cleveland this week. Trevor Lawrence's game time decision, which I find hilarious. That's just the coach messing around with everybody. Right. He's not playing this game. He has a high ankle sprain. So Houston, you said minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Okay, I will. I will take Houston minus three and a half. And I'm going to put 10 units on it because Ooh. I now the Jets have a decent defense. They do. Hank Dell is out for Houston. He, he was one of their favorite targets. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't see how CJ Stroud doesn't doesn't win this game by a few touchdowns. It just like I've been wrong before. 
the Jets have played some decent football this year. They, I just they they had Atlanta very close last week. Yeah. Although just, again, it's Atlanta, I, so, you know. I think the Texans like the Texans stopped the the Denver Broncos winning winning streak. They had that big injury in the game, and they're still mm-hmm. able to get the victory. I just yeah, I'm, I'm kind of all in on on Houston right now. Yeah. So now I do want to mention uh the Jets signed a quarterback this week. Did they? Yes. Brett Rippon. <laughs> what? Okay. Now that okay. now that last name may sound familiar to our older fans. He is the nephew of Super Bowl 26 MVP quarterback Mark Rippon. Oh, so he's the nephew. Okay. I thought he's he was the nephew. Son. Yeah. Actually, um Mark's daughter played in the Ladies football league for a while. Oh, nice. Like the she, uh, she's got some good looks. <laughs> but I'm not about... saying that because I'm a Washington fan. I saw pictures of her. She's way to go, Mark. Um, we have a hot daughter. I know. We're all, we're all really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you you said something <clears throat> about Houston. I'm I'm going to take the minus three and a half. I'm not as confident as you are uh i'm i'm gonna go six units on texans hey. although maybe i should be but i'm just not feeling it for some reason well, that's okay all right you you have like that that six unit window on me right now right all right, uh, and then we got the Panthers at the Saints. New Orleans is a five-point favorite. The over-under is 38. I'm, I'm just going to make this short and sweet. Uh, Carolina, uh, nice knowing you. Uh, this is going to be another loss for them. I am taking the Saints minus five. I, you know what? I think this one's going to be my 10. I'm going to put 10 units on the Saints, minus five. Wow. And there is reports that um, Derek Carr might play in this game. He should be. Um, Jameis Winston should should get the start, in my opinion. Um, Let Carr get all healed up here. He hasn't played great this season by any means. Um, Did you say 10 units? 10 units. Yeah. All right. So if your boys don't pull through next week, you're going to hear it from me. I almost want to put some five and a half or minus five is you now the divisional game. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel as confident as you at all. And I've watched every second of the Saints this year. So that's maybe why. What is the over under in this game? The over under is 38. Okay. You know what? I'm, I, I think this going to be kind of a, defensive type game like i see maybe the saints win in this game but but low scoring so i'm gonna take the under 38.5 okay and i'll put three units on that i i don't want to be depressed because i lost the bet and my team lost so, <laughs> so i'm just gonna stay away from that if i can right i i do feel more confident knowing that you're putting 10 units on this so yeah you usually win those big ones I bet I bet when you heard that I went 10 for the first time, you're like, he's finally done it. 
<laughs> he has become a man. Like, I was like, he knows something. What, what's happening? How did he know? He knows the Jets suck. <laughs> we all know that, but he really knows. I have connections to other connections. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. All right, next game. Uh, Seahawks at 49ers. San Francisco's an 11-point favorite. The wow. under is 46 and a half. 11 and a half? I know they just beat him. Oh, man. I don't want to do this. <laughs> All right. I'm I, I can it. live pain-free this week. My team's off, finally. So... <laughs> Yeah, I thought all the buys were over, and I see Washington. I gotta change Logan Tom Thomas in my fantasy league that I'm losing. All right, yeah, you know what? I think that's too many points. Now, is this gonna be like what happened in the Washington Dallas game for me? It might be, maybe. Um, I I'm gonna call my shot. I think 49ers win by ten, so I'm gonna take Seahawks plus eleven and a half. Five units. Hmm, okay. I think there might be a backdoor cover here, little Gino to DK. Right. Touchdown means right. nothing in the game, but it, it helps us out. Um, I mean, if this was against a worse team, I might go for the minus 11. Yeah. But if it did just beat the Eagles, that's probably part of why the. Yeah. But and then also they just played like two three weeks ago. Yeah, which is kind of strange. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four units that this will be over forty six and a half points. Okay. You said four units. Four units. All right. Yeah, I could. Yeah, both teams are scoring points. I, I just kind of hope the Seattle Seahawks show up that played the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And then they cover that spread. Probably don't win the game, but cover right. it. And this is like, I, I don't want to say must win for Seattle, but they're kind of starting to fall out of that wild card spot. Right. So, and this is, you know, this is a huge. Huge uh, game for a lot of teams. Actually, let me check who would. Because right now, Seattle is on the outside looking in. They are on the outside, eh? Mm -hmm. Green Bay right now has the final wild card spot. Yeah, yeah, Green Bay is kind of starting to come around. That win over Kansas City was obviously huge. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show... The Taylor Swift effect does not work all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, maybe she's at this next game. Maybe not. The Bills at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a one-point favorite for this one. The over-under is 48 and a half. I'll, I'll um, take... Okay, yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll take this one. You know, you were saying... A moment ago, the Seahawks may or may not be playing for their season. I think the Bills are playing for their season in this game. Yep. 
they are right now one game out of the final wild card spot, which Houston has at the moment. Buffalo, if they want any chance to make the playoffs, absolutely need to win this game. I don't think they will, but I think they're going to keep it close. The Chiefs, it's interesting. You know, they had that loss against Green Bay last week. They haven't been on a losing streak in God knows how long. There's a possibility that could happen. I'm going to wager two units that this is under 48 and a half points. Okay. Let me get that in here. 48 and a half? Under 48 and a half. And how many units? Two units. Okay. Um, let me uh, throw something at you here. All right. Is there a scare? Imagine being the number two seed. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your reward is a, a probably streaking Buffalo Bills team if they get in that in that spot. Mm. Like the AFC playoffs are going to be wild. Yeah, I, I like how Buffalo has been playing. I think they've just been a little unlucky. Um, they went into Arrowhead last year and they won by 18 mm-hmm. when they played in the regular season. Um, Josh Allen's done pretty well in the regular season versus Patrick Mahomes. Um, Chiefs have some injuries on defense. I'm like when I made these picks originally, I had Kansas City minus one. I'm going to change my pick to Buffalo plus one. Mm-hmm. I I like, I, I think the game is more important to Buffalo mm-hmm. where the Chiefs kind of have a decent, they still have a decent lead in their division. Um, Miami and Baltimore probably be battling for the number one seed. I don't think Kansas City would get there. This is, yeah, you know, I'm going to go Buffalo plus one. Okay. I'm going to put uh, three units on this one. I I just want to mention, looking at the, at the AFC standings, Miami right now has a three-game lead on Buffalo. So they've, for the most part, they've pretty much got that division wrapped up. Baltimore has a two-game lead right now on Cleveland. So Baltimore's not out of the woods yet. Yeah. But. Uh, Kansas City has a two-game lead on Denver. And then Jacksonville has a one-game lead on Indy and Houston. And then you've got Pittsburgh, Denver, Cincinnati, and Buffalo like within a game of the final spot. So, Yeah. yeah that, that loss Pittsburgh had last night was so huge. It was. Playing New England at home. Like They had to have that game. All right. I saw Mike Tomlin record versus Bill Belichick, three and ten. Now, was that coaching last night? Like you got Billy Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky. Like, like I was thinking to myself when I was watching that game, I was like, I remember ten years ago when this would have been 
the Sunday night game, mm-hmm. Roethlisberger versus Brady. The winner gets the number one seed, and now both teams are just trash. Yeah, it's amazing how how times can change. It is. I'm like more excited about a Houston Texans game than I am about this one. <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. All right, uh, next game: Broncos at Chargers. This is definitely a must-win for both. Chargers are three-point favorite in this. The over/under is forty-four. The Chargers are a favorite. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> is they're at home? Probably. They, they're so trash. They beat New England six nothing in their last game. Yeah. Okay, like they don't get blown out, but like I, I don't have their. Uh, their schedule in front of me but i do think two of their wins were giants and jets and they have four wins total uh, uh i might be wrong about the giants i know they beat the jets they did beat the jets um they've, okay, lost so they've the beaten teams. they've been in minnesota vegas chicago the jets and new england oh yeah that's that's the juggernaut right there <laughs> and they're a favorite against a team that's won six out of seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I will I will take Denver and I will take the points. And like what was the points? What did you say? It was a three point favorite for the Chargers. The over under is 44. Okay. Just three points. Okay. So I'll take, yeah, I'll take Denver plus three. I'll put five units on it. I think that's, that might be the easiest bet of the week. I think Denver rolls them. Yeah. Denver has been. And you look at that home field advantage. Mm -hmm. It's going to be 80% Denver fans. Yeah. Don't have home field advantage in LA. Yeah. They, They have to use a silent count at home. There are very few places nowadays that you have home field advantage. Yeah. SoFi Stadium, not one of them. I I do find um, when I go to games in New Orleans, a lot of times teams will, like fan bases, will be like, oh, let's go to New Orleans so we can hang out at that cool city. Mm -hmm. You go to the game. So you do see a lot of home or away fans, but it it usually is still 80 to 20 for Saints fans. So, but, but with the Chargers, it's it's even worse for the Chargers than the Rams. Like LA is still like I think a Rams town. Chargers are just like hanging out. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely going Denver here plus three. I I just want to say this: don't give up on Justin Herbert. No, no, he's, he's the a only good quarterback. Honor. Keenan Allen too. Yeah, exactly. It's just he get hurt. They just don't have good coaching. No. And like, I think Staley is on his last legs anyway. Huge. Okay, he would have got fired last year had they not made the playoffs. They were, they were. I thought for sure the Chargers were going to make that move for Sean Payton, but I don't know how it went down. As if if Denver came in ahead of them, mm-hmm. or you can't really, you don't want to really make a trade for a coach if you already have a coach. And you don't want to get that out, but I do think Sean Payton was eyeing those two LA jobs. Yeah. So um yeah, Brandon Staley, he's he's gone, right? Oh like he's yeah, already yeah. gone. Like even if he makes the playoffs somehow, like I don't think he's back. 
unless they get to the Super Bowl. Which yeah. I which I highly doubt. Well, although, I'd like to see what the odds are for the Chargers. Although I think Mc, I think McVay has kept his job with the way that the Rams are going. They're six and six at the moment. So I think yeah. he's safe for now. Oh, oh, for sure. Um McVay will be there as long as he wants to be there. Yeah. Him and his hot wife. Um him, him. anyway, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Denver plus three. I'm gonna go. I'll go four units on that one. Okay. And the final game, we save the best for last. This, I'm going to say right now, as an NFC East guy, this is the division right here. Eagles at Cowboys. Dallas is a three and a half point favorite. The over under is 52. Did you did you want to take this one first, or do you? Yeah, want to- I, I will because I think I think I got to explain why I think Detroit's a better team than Philly. Okay, you go ahead then. Because I know I have to defend myself, and I'm going to do it. I said I, I think I said it to you or JC or somebody recently. Philly had a five game stretch where it was against like primo competition. Yep. I wanted to see how they were. So they go to Kansas City. Close game. They win. They have the game against Buffalo. Should have lost that game. But they won. Then the 49ers come to town. And they annihilate them. They basically made them like a rag doll. I don't count the Jets' loss, you know, as an actual loss. That was kind of like a fluke. But I have said from the very beginning, the games the Eagles have played this year, with the exception of maybe one or two, have all been close games that they could have lost. They could have lost to New England. They could have lost to Minnesota. They could have lost to Tampa. They should have lost to Washington at least one time. Yep. The Dallas game was close the first time around. And mm-hmm. the Buffalo game, that's another one they should have lost. The thing with Philly for me, this is why I'm not buying them as the team as like the best team in the NFL. They're gonna I- I'm not buying it. The reason I'm not buying it is they've basically let everybody they have played up to this point in the game. Yes, there are some games where the score is bigger than others, but every game they've played this year, except for last week, you know, where they got annihilated, those are games they should have won by at least 21 points, maybe more. With Dallas, this is weird with Dallas. Yeah, right. They got a wonderful defense. I knew their defense was going to be great because they got Micah Parsons on there. And they got a lot of other good players, but Parsons is their key player. Sure. Their offense, for the majority, has been pretty doggone good. Especially at home. Especially at home. However, 
their one kryptonite has been Philadelphia for the last few seasons. Even the game that they had last Christmas Eve was a very close game that Dallas should have lost. If Philly wins this game, they are going to win the division, like hands down. Yeah. Because they'll they'll have the series, they'll have the season series sweep on Dallas. They'll be two games up. Philadelphia will win the division. If Dallas wins, there's a real good chance Philly could slip up again at some point and Dallas could take over. I am not going to pick a winner on this one. <laughs> After all this. After all that. Under. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to wager five units that it will be over 52 points. Wow. That's a very high over under for NFL. Mm-hmm. Over 52. How many units? Five units. Oh wow! This guy gets all gets us all pumped up. Um, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the point spread here? Uh, Dallas minus three and a half. Okay. Um, Dallas has been great at home this year. They have. Um, I find now. Let me tell you. I wanted to hear your opinion on my comparison to the Eagles. The Eagles are the Vikings last year. Good, good comparison. Okay, it's like the Vi- they're a good team. The Vikings won a lot of one possession uh, games. One possession games this year. The Vikings have lost those games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles. You know, like I'm not going to go through all the games because you kind of did that already. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of how I see them. I do think they'll still win the division because Dallas still has at Buffalo and at Miami on their schedule, which are going to be really tough games for the Cowboys, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have Detroit. And Detroit. Detroit's in Dallas. I, I And the way I talked about Detroit, like, I think Dallas will win that easily. Um, But so... I, I am going to take the the Cowboys there minus three and a half. They um they've really impressed me at home this year, like this Sunday night. I think now people might want to tape this because they won't believe I said it. <laughs> I think if Dallas wins this game handily, that Dak Prescott is the MVP so far. Of the NFL, I I do think that he would vault into that that top area where where right now I believe Brock Purdy and Tyree Kill and Jalen Hurts are kind of mm-hmm. in that spot. Mm-hmm. I I do think if if Dak had like one of those games, like three hundred fifty yards, four touchdowns type of game, I think he could vault himself into that spot, which I never thought I would say that about him. Right, but he's kind of proved me wrong this year. So we'll kind of see how it goes, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure I agree with your over under pick. I do think I think this might be a little bit of a lower scoring game, but I do um, I do think Dallas 
uh, does win and, and cover this spread. So, and I'm going to, I'll also put uh, five units on that one. Okay. I think if Philly had won against San Francisco last week, I probably would put my units on Philly, but sure. With, and, with this, and like, are we overreacting to Philly with one bad loss? Exactly. Because I did that with the 49ers this year. When the 49ers lost to Cleveland, mm-hmm. started going, oh, and then they lost another game. I think they lost three in a row. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, they're not there. Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. Then all of a sudden, Purdy got healthy. Debo came back. And then everything flipped. And then we got, um, then we got San Francisco being that top team in the NFC again. Yeah. So, um, and if if Dallas does beat Philly, you're gonna have like a three team race here, two for a division, and then to get that number one, only one team that gets the buy now, which is yeah. so huge. Um. So yeah, some of these games like Buffalo, Kansas City, that's gonna be awesome. Dallas and Philly is gonna be hopefully a great game on Sunday night. You know, so, the, the funny part, well, not the funny part, but I think the best part about all this is I get to go on, well, I go on work this Monday, this coming Monday. Okay. My boss is a Dallas fan, <laughs> and my coworker that I work with is an Eagles fan. Oh, nice. So I will have a front row seat come Monday morning. And you're after the, the game. You're the referee Washington fan. <laughs> You're, I'm gonna like, antagonize I, the crap out of both of them. Have you seen that meme where uh, where the guy's like looking in and it's raining out and he's mm-hmm. not invited to the party? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's poor uh, poor Bill with his Washington jersey. <laughs> like, oh, I want to play too. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just gonna have fun on Monday. That's what it is, right? All right. Now, before we wrap this up, I said I had a little bit of a surprise. Right. Right. So, I do a lot with this show. Downtown will tell you. I record. We we record the shows. I get the show together, put it up. Yep. We have when we started this show, we were like, okay, let's put it on history and legacy of sports feed because we weren't really using it at the time. No. You, the fans, you, the listener, have come through in such a tremendous way since this podcast has started. Our, okay, I just want to read three, okay, I'm going to read the last few episodes, how many plays we've got. Okay. Th- this is what downtown's all about, are the plays. So the yep. last episode, which is the one that I did by myself, almost 700 plays. That means almost 700 people listened to our last show. That's great. The one before that was 206. Not a bad number. The one before that, 602. The one before that, 310. And the one before that, 624. So we are going really, you know, the numbers are looking good. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have the time to, you know, do the whole Spotify thing with this show. We do with another show, which you guys can hear in our next episode. 
but uh, I'll save that as a surprise. So I have decided downtown to make an executive decision. All right. This is my Christmas gift, not only to the listeners, but to my dear friend downtown. <laughs> Effective New Year's Day. This podcast will have its own channel. All right. It will no longer be associated with the history and legacy of sports. It has become so popular, very well listened to. We're going to branch out and we're going to make this its own feed. I'm going to put it up on, you know, the usual spots, Apple, Spotify. And I think just to have a little bit of fun, I'll even put in all the episodes we've done up to this point. And then whatever we do before January 1st, up, so you sure. guys can hear them. <clears throat> yeah, and it kind of just started as, like, something fun to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just took on a life of its own. And, like, it, it just proves how many people enjoy, like, talking about sports and talking about betting. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch an NFL game, like, you used to see uh, beer ads. Now you see gambling ads. It's, like, mm-hmm. taking over. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> like, that's what I, when I reached out to you about doing this, is because I listened to some, um, I, I listened to the Easy Money podcast, which mm-hmm. they use the, the same uh, thing, the units yeah. that we yeah. use. And I just, like, I was so into it. I was like, oh, it's just two two guys talking about sports and talking about gambling. That's kind of what we're doing. And that's kind of the reason. And I'm glad that you decided to uh, join me on this. And you're doing a lot of work for it. And I appreciate everything you do for it. So. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're trying to get members. Like I always put the link for our group in the, dis- you know, in the description, yeah. Um, we, we've had a couple people join the last few days. Um, I actually had a, a friend of mine who joined either last night or today. Who's a real big sports fan. That's great. Um, his name is not really what his name says, but, uh, okay. th- that's another story for another time. We, we do. E- even with our wrestling podcast, we, we have lots of plays and lots of people interested, mm-hmm. but it's hard to get people to join the Facebook group. Now, I don't know. I don't know what, why that is or the reason behind it. I don't know. But um, yeah, we might have to uh, maybe try something, something different. Mm-hmm. Engage, engage fans and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, effective. Like I said, effective January the first. We're gonna have our own feed for this podcast. And if you guys want to keep the history and legacy of sports, you can. So you could hear the episodes. Will we ever get back to that show? Uh, only time will tell. Yeah, you know what? Like, because it, it's so hard for the three of us to get together. We're we're busy guys, mm-hmm. and, and we have other stuff going on. And like with this with this show, this has become a priority for me. And we do our our wrestling podcast, which has been like so much fun for for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and like especially now, like we're getting into that WrestleMania season. Yep where we will be recording every week. There'll be lots of different episodes coming. 
So I started History and Legacy of Sport, the podcast, as a kind of a reflection on Mm -hmm. different things that have happened in sports. Similar to a wrestling podcast where you watch something and then you talk about it. Mm -hmm. So we will get to that. It's just, it's definitely not going to be one of those weekly things. Yeah. Like we might have like six episodes a year. Like we don't really know how it's going to go. So, but it is kind of nice being able to drop different episodes on this feed. Cause I do think this feed does, uh, does have a fair bit of interest. Yeah. So we appreciate everyone that's that plays and listens. Exactly. 700 is, that's a huge accomplishment. That is. Um, when we started this and we were going on YouTube, if we got 50 views, we were pumped. Mm-hmm. So now that like our average is about uh, probably about 400 because there's a couple of sixes in there, a couple of threes. So mm-hmm. that's, that's incredible. And like, once we get to, and like, tell your friends about us, like once we get to that, that thousand mark, that's when we start getting sponsors and other things. So it's like, we're, it's like, we're so close. We're, we're, we're very close to, to making this something pretty incredible. So I appreciate everyone that has downloaded this or played it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, you look at our picks and you can either like make fun of us. So let's see what downtown pick this week. We know he's going to lose. Like exactly. we, we do this me. for fun. Yeah. It's I'm not half the time. If I make a wager, I sometimes I go against myself. And and, you know, like I said to you uh, a while back, we already have at least one person who wants to be a guest on this show, and he okay. lives all the way in Norway. So we got to figure that out, how we're going to do that. What, what sport is his uh, forte? Uh, soccer. And maybe oh. hockey. Okay. But, but, to be, to, be but to be fair... But to be fair, though, because I, I do have him uh, for that wrestling show. Yeah. He's done pretty good some weeks on football picks. Okay. Like, there are weeks where he's beating me. Okay. So well, we, could, we could definitely arrange, like, a, a guest spot. And, like, I don't know how the timing would work. Yeah, that's going to be a problem of so, itself. Like, I, I don't know, like, what time <laughs> it is. Like, we're recording this. Um, for yep. you, you are eight hours behind him. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like middle of the night right now where he is. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we'd have to do like an early morning. Oh, maybe he's, maybe he's a like Saturday. Six hours, he's six hours ahead of me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we could do like a early Saturday show and that would be like Friday night for him or, or how that would work. I don't know. I, I, we could, we could figure this out. <laughs> we definitely could. We might, you know, maybe because I know he watches the Super Bowl every year. We maybe we'll get him to join us for the Super Bowl. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll talk with him tomorrow. So, all right. Um, of course, as always, we always say this if you have a gambling problem, an addiction, please go contact someone that will help you. There are people that are there that will listen to you. That will help you out. We only do this for fun. And I hope you guys take this as fun as well. Yeah, totally. I, I really hope everybody 
um, seeks help if they do need it. Mm-hmm. Don't bet what you can't lose, and make sure it's fun. Yeah. Don't don't bet to cover your losses. If you if you lose a morning bet, and then don't bet double in the afternoon to make up that money. Don't don't exactly. do it. Just and and like most of these sites will they'll, they'll let you set limits. Mm-hmm. Just do that for you. Yeah. Set set it at 20, 20 bucks a week. You know, if if you lose if you lose your money on Thursday, think of it like an allowance. Like yeah. no, lost your money you gotta wait till next week exactly so all right uh next time around we'll be talking about the games of this week and we'll probably pick some more football games maybe maybe is it my turn next time i believe it is your turn Ooh, okay i'll have to do some research so and you know what it's been a while since we had some nba and mixed in here Mm -hmm. have you checked out any of the in-season tournament i've been keeping my eye on it um i'm kind of rooting for the pacers to win it all yeah well nobody wants the lakers right yeah i was thinking that too last night i was like son of a gun of course the lakers are gonna freaking win the first one and of course lebron james is gonna win the freaking first one so and this is the thing with the lakers one of my best friends is a diehard lakers fan love kobe bryant lebron goes there he He's like, I'll cheer for them again when he leaves. <laughs> like, can you imagine being a fan of a team and then a superstar player comes and joins that team and now you don't like the team anymore? He's like, screw you, I'm leaving. <laughs> Basically. That's, That's kinda... great. <laughs> right? So. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Join us again next week.